following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on the BICBP Radio Network with your hosts, EZD Derek Jaws, D-Wave Taylor Sekaterski, Big Diesel Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, am your lead man, EZD, and I am here bringing back the OG down since day one, my man T-Wave. Welcome back, good buddy. This show uh, brings back memories, and I feel like I'm never here anymore, so I'm super juiced to be here. Also, also, I felt like Jalen and Jacoby right there with that entry. I could hear the background. I'm like, give the people what they want. Oh, yeah, buddy. That's all I'm here to do today. Listen, the people demanded more T-Wave. So we got the T, we got the wave. Did you see Tulane give uh, Oklahoma a run for their money the sure other day? Did. Oh, man. Sure did. Buddy. I watched. I was glued to the TV. You got to be. They got your logo. They put Rattler on notice. That's what I said. I walked <laughs> home. I told the old lady. I said, did you see the big green wave coming? Big T wave coming down the stairs. That's all I heard. <laughs> she did not appreciate it at one bit. Uh, probably didn't understand. Probably I tried to explain it to her once. Just one time. I did tell her that you are the only person that still tries to make it stick, and I do appreciate you for that. It, it's official. You're on the bumper. Listen, listen. Christmas is coming up, all right? No one, ever think, no one ever thinks about it, and that's all I'm saying. I'm getting you a jersey. It's going to say T-Wave on the back. Oh, my God. All I wanted was a hat. I regret everything <laughs> I just brought up. Because you know I have the ability to make this happen. That's the best part. I'll wear it with pride. I know you will. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, have, Allie, I'll have Allie get you the matching hat. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. uh, so we are here to talk about the magis- the just the, the magic that is the AFC East, our home division, the last division in our divisional preview roundup. And uh, I, I saved the best for last, in my opinion. And there's one reason and one reason alone that this is the best division, and it's Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills, what else are we doing here? Right. That's, how it's, that's how it all started. That's 100% how it started. I mean, nonstop talking NFL and Buffalo Bills. Yeah. It's, uh, we're back back to our roots. Brought back the OG. One of these days, midseason, we'll get Matt on one of these shows. Probably not, but we can try. Um, He's around. He is. We'll catch him after a game. He's got nowhere to go. Corner him. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, we all live in separate towns, or he li- he actually lives the furthest of all of us. Yeah, he now. is now the outlier. He is out. He, that that pretty sure well. he did it on purpose. That doesn't bode well for us. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit quicker than usual through the division itself because uh, it is week one, and we are here to talk about Bills football on top of like let's be honest, the trash that's behind us in the AFC East. It's garbage. It's it all is. garbage. All right, it's not all garbage, but. It's not all good. I, no, there are there are better divisions. I like my division right now just because of who I am and who they are. That's for sure. Yeah, this is uh, we're officially where the Patriots were for twenty years. Currently, I mean, it's not been twenty years, but I uh, I'm sitting on the top for what I believe to be the favorite second year in a row. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Well, and that, that's I think I mean. last year not everyone had us as a favorite. True, they weren't totally sure, but I think for the most part. Well, and, and that's what I meant is you know we're we're sitting in that position where like we're looking at the rest of the division going like we would have to epically fuck this sideways. Yeah. I know people like the Dolphins. I know people like the Patriots. I know we're a little enamored with mac and cheese right now, but. I think it's safe to say there's not a lot of people outside of the homers, being Miami and New England, 
thinking that Buffalo is in the, at the top of this division right now. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to start with the Jets. Um, they brought over LaMarcus Joyner from the Raiders. They brought back Jamison Crowder, who I believe was their leading receiver last year. Uh, I believe so as well. Jamison Crowder has been an underrated receiver, even in uh, Washington. Yeah. One of those steady goers just puts up his number. TJ Hoshimazos, you know what I mean? Hoshimazoli? Who's your mama? Who's your sister sauce? Yeah. Uh, obviously, the big news is moving on from the Sam Darnold experiment. Uh, he Good for both sides. No, no kidding. Good for both sides. Yeah, he was not getting any love no. there. And, and I like Darnold. He, I, people need to pay attention to Carolina. I mean, I don't. I know there are. I'm not the only one. I'm not like you know preaching something that nothing's been heard. But I right. don't think people are paying attention. I, I I'm glad he went there because yeah. I don't need him around here. And I think with that team, that's going to be a dangerous team down there. Pay attention. Yeah, I forgot he, what I ranked him in their division, but I probably gave him too much credit just due to Sam Darnold alone. Yeah, he uh, he definitely could make that team a sneaky good contender, in my opinion. Um, if you keep him upright, I think he would be fine. Well, and that was uh, not seeing ghosts. <laughs> one of one of the biggest things that they did say is that he did a few times this uh, this preseason show his propensity to make bad decisions and to stay in the pocket too long. But you know, I mean, eventually you got to make do with what you got. I guess I'll I'll take a quarterback that is still standing in the pocket too long, as opposed to the one with happy feet and or won't stay in the pocket at all. Or Captain Checkdown that's low, yeah, throwing, throwing the ball behind. Fast yep. enough. I got a guy back there still looking to make plays and throw the ball, and which means you haven't ruined his confidence yet, in my right. opinion. So I'll take that. Absolutely. Uh, lost Burchard Perriman. Not that that mattered. Uh, These I'm, names are fantastic. I'm pretty. You're doing great. Uh, so far. Give it time. I'll, I'll, I'll do something terrible. It is um, getting late. It is. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's on IR again now with the Lions. I think that news came out. I'm not sure. Uh, but they brought over Corey Davis from the Titans. To Corey help. Davis is a big pickup. Not a, yeah. fan of, not a fan of Corey Davis floating around my woods. Nope. Um, big long, size. Corey Davis is a big boy, too. He's a yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah, and he, I mean, leaving a team that, I mean, he was sitting behind Brown and Derrick Henry. Now he could be potentially featured a little bit more. In a team that's looking to kind of find itself, uh, they lost Brian Poole, corner, played uh, about about half the snaps last year. Tyler Croft, big tight end, big big tight end. It'd be interesting to see what happens to the uh, post Tyler Croft. I had high hopes for him. I did too. Just uh, his mediocrity, and also, I mean, couldn't stay on the field, which didn't help him at all. He was Very just true. riddled with injury nonstop. Well, that's unfortunate. I hate I hate when that happens to guys because you never, you just never know. You just walk away never actually knowing. Was he actually good? Was he bad? I mean, you just, you're guessing the whole time, which kind of sucks because he was one of the more promising tight ends I thought we had brought in in the last I five thought, years or so. I thought so too. And I'm I, I'm surprised that we're going with the ones we're going with right now. But was I wrong? I liked Hollister when we brought him in. Did I mean, did he just not do enough in camp? I mean, I, not enough in camp from Hollister. Yeah. I, I liked Hollister when we brought him in. I did too. I'm. He's on our practice squad, isn't he? I believe so. So I, I think mean, he was just one of those people that, for some reason, I think he had two good fantasy games for me. Right, I can't get him out of my head. Right. <laughs> um, I, I, I just I feel like it's one of those things that they're gonna obviously Knox is is the dude, and they're going with uh, T- 
Tommy Sweeney to see what he's got because there's a dude that we really haven't seen much from. So If Knox can clean up his Terrell Owens problem, and by the Terrell Owens, I mean, obviously, and not to put him in the same league athletically, but Terrell Owens dominated but was notorious for those drops, the ones that's just wide open, in the hands, and everyone goes, what the hell just happened? And especially looking at T.O., he was so good. Yeah. Now, Knox has shown flashes of being an above-average tight end at times athletically in some of the plays that he makes. He's a decent route runner, blocking, obviously. It is what it is. But I mean, just those random drops is as, what keeps Knox in the bottom half of my as, opinions. <laughs> as a receiver, I think if he got rid of the drops and like you know, if, at the games that he's having a good game catching the ball – he seems to find a way to fumble one. If if he stopped doing that half as much as he does, you, you could probably talk about him in the top ten. Yeah, he needs it. It needs to be cleaned up. That's all there is to it. He needs that coach that hands him the uh, the football on campus and yep. you know make sure everyone tries to take it from him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jets also brought over Keenan Keelan Cole from the Jags. Um, you know, a couple flashes of pedestrian Justin Hardy. They really went after some weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to listen to it. I hear you. Um, they, the devastating loss of the elite Joe Flacco to the Eagles. Watch out. Philadelphia might make a run this year with Joe Flacco. He's not done. He's my dark horse this year. Yeah. Uh, Minshew will be starting by week seven. I... Can you put context to that? Did you say like injuries don't count because that's how you won the last time you, it didn't you made matter. this I still nonsensical won. claim? I still won. I just I it, want I want you to be more specific. I don't want you can't be this vague anymore. No, I think he's the best quarterback in that room. Okay, that's fine. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll give you the injury if that happens because at Fair. least you admitted that to me. Right. Okay. Okay. C.J. Mosley is my biggest defender for the Jets on the return this year. Yeah. I I mean, but I just unfortunately don't think he's enough to. Make it matter. However, I mean, he's their damn, their he biggest addition good. this year is their head coach. Yes, uh, highly touted head coach coming over from. Can we talk about this division and their head coaches in general? Because yeah. I don't think there's a bad one in it anymore. That's what bothers me the most. Yes, because while they have some bad rosters over there, I think there's three. I think there's two younger McDermott's or you know like McDermott people. Types, yeah. And then obviously Belichick is what he is. That's uh, while the NFC West might have the toughest division in football. I think I have like the four best coaches. Although the NFC West has great coaches too. And then I think about it. So I mean, put us all in the category. Yeah, I mean, so we're I, not their talent wise divisionally, but the head coaches are going to make this division very, very difficult. If not, uh, maybe at least within the division, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than outside of it. Yeah, because you're going to be well coached against what you're going to see. At least you'd hope so. Um, well, that's the idea, right? Yeah. So there, a lot of things have died in the NFL. I think winning your division is one of the things that have stood the sands of time. Oh boy, <laughs> we're gonna go there already, huh? It's gonna strap in, folks. You said it was late. It's gonna be gonna be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> so looking through the Jets draft here, obviously with uh, moving on from Sam Darnold, they had to replace him. So number two overall, they took Zach Wilson quarterback from BYU uh, I can tell you that there are quite a few people that are quite high on him saying that he played uh, he might be the best quarterback bar none in this draft and could potentially turn out to be the best quarterback in the division which we don't take lightly around these parts and you can take that blasphemous crap and shove it 
but uh blasphemous blasphemous uh i mean josh allen is the elder statesman of the afc east officially yeah yeah take notes and respect your elders <laughs> right boy <laughs> we or you're you're four i'm the vet that's crazy yeah, right that's crazy to think we used to just year after year wonder when old man brady was gonna die Turns out he just leaves and wins Super Bowls, and now we're bragging about having the swaggy vet. He's three years older than anybody else in the field. No, he did what everyone from the Northeast does. He went down south to retire. That's and true. He, and he found a fun little comfy retirement home for himself with his buddy Gronk. The Villages. The Villages. Listen, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, I like Zach Wilson, but... Uh, what I don't like, even though I just talked highly about their uh, new head coach, I st- they're still the Jets to me. Yes. Um, and we say these things every year, or at least I know I do. The Jets are the Jets until so they're not, not the Jets. Jets. Uh, I Like, I'm the Bills now until I'm not the Bills. The new Patriots, they're the new Patriots until they're not. Like, these things are all great, but they're true until they're not. There's nothing else to be said about it. So You're, while Zach Wilson has a lot of upside and a lot of promise, the Jets are the Jets, and I don't care who their quarterback is. <laughs> you're you're going to hear me say this for every single team we talk about except for one. Um, I'm sorry, but young and rookie, young, inexperienced and rookie quarterbacks are going to struggle against the Bills because of our defensive prowess. I mean, the last two times rookie quarterbacks came to Buffalo, or not, not even rookie, but young up-and-coming quarterbacks. One was a rookie, one was not. Uh, one of them got waxed by our backups, and the other one left the field saying, oh, I was seeing ghosts. Yeah, I mean, we we almost have the, the Belichick thing going on with the, with the younger QBs. Sure do. Which, I mean, we have a defensive-minded head coach. Our defensive coordinator is a stud. Yeah, and when when our defense starts struggling, our defensive-minded head coach tells our really good defensive coordinator to sit the fuck down, and I got this for now. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and he... And, and in, how and they in, get away with it. And, how they get in, away with it. And in a minute and a half, the defense just figures it out, apparently, because... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for having those two minds, though, like when you're not the one on top of the project. Right. And you have an outside view in, you might see one or two little tweaks differently. Absolutely. And that could be all it takes, but I guess what makes a good head coach is when did he decide to stick his nose in there? Because you know you're stepping on a toe. Co- coach Boone, I could use your help. Ed Henry's kicking my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's – and to have that relationship and the fact that it Absolutely. works, that's that's hard to find. So yeah. I uh, I just patiently, patiently enjoy while I have both my coordinators still intact. Yep. As long as I have them. Yeah, here's to hoping for a few more years. Oh, my God, please. Right? At least let me win one before they disappear. No I'll, kidding. I'll take that. If we win one, then I get it. They're going to go. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, but I'll have mine forever. <laughs> yes. Uh, so in a very intelligent, un-Jets-like move, they 13th overall took an offensive lineman from USC, Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, and then going after some weaponry. In the second and the fourth with Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Old Miss, and Michael Carter, running back from North Carolina. They then added Jamin, Jamin Sherwood, safety from Auburn, Michael Carter the second safety from Duke, because, you know, love those Duke douchebags. That sounds personal. Uh, no, I just got to throw that one in there for my boy Big Diesel. He likes oh. to point out whenever I say Duke, he's like, God, more Duke douchebags? Like, but he's a lacrosse fan, and Duke lacrosse, I don't know, oh, whatever. Oh, they were in a different society out there, huh? Yeah, a little, little weird. I get it. Everyone's got something. Yeah, lacrosse people are weird as a whole, so 
really shitty baseball players. Who am I to judge, right? Uh, rounding out their third, fifth round pick, Jason Pinnock, Pinnock corner, uh, cornerback from Pittsburgh. Then three sixth round picks, uh, Hamsa Nasirilidine. Sure. Should have quit while you were ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you weren't wrong. But you walked into that. We didn't even have to say that name. We're in round six. I know. <laughs> Safety from Florida. Uh, Brandon Eccles, corner from Kentucky. And I love these. These are my favorite. Uh, Six-round pick, 207th overall from Pittsburgh through Miami and Kansas City. Jonathan Marshall, defensive tackle from Arkansas. I The best part is the people that keep track of where these picks come from. And no stuff. shit. I mean, some of that stuff's incredible. And if you really like, it, that's an easy way to put it. It's probably more in depth than that. And I want to know the players that were part of it too. <laughs> like, show me the players and how far back that trick that trade went to that finally get to where it came from. I mean, that's that stuff is crazy. It's meaningless, but um, I like the Jets draft, and it looks like a Robert Salah draft. It sure does. Um, it reminded me of what Bean and McDermott put together in the beginning. You know, it's uh. It's not going to wow you, per se. I mean, they went and got their quarterback, which I guess was almost the same situation as the Bills. There were some names out there. You could have made a choice, could have made the wrong one. I mean, yeah, we knew Lawrence was going. Our draft was different. You didn't totally know who the number one was going to be. Right. But in our position, we knew you weren't getting certain people. I think we were all safe, assuming there was a couple people we knew we weren't getting. So it's the same thing. The Jets were never going to get Trevor Lawrence. So who was your next guy? Right. And I think you could have drawn a lot of a lot of lines there in that hole. And they, I mean, they made their picks. And the offensive lineman right behind him, I think, is smart. The young receiver was good. That was good talent there. And the Michael Carter pick. I mean, their first, their first four are solid. And then they loaded up on the defensive side of the ball. So they gave you a quarterback, a lineman, a running back, and a receiver, and then and swept. The, I, what else do you want I, them to do there? And I, I have said it across the board every single episode. This draft is going to be the most interesting draft. You're going to see a lot, a lot of these third, fourth, and fifth rounders hit more than ever because there's just not a whole lot of tape on a lot of these guys. Yeah, I, that's a, a good way to look at it, especially coming out of the COVID year and all the people that didn't play for a year, shortened seasons and things like that. So um, I think the, the parody is a good way to see like between even two, two to seven. It just, yeah. there's going to be some interesting ones. And I think when, when we get to the bills draft, you're the guys that we picked at the end of one, you know, or at the end of two in the, the beginning yep. of two there, it's those could have been, with a different season last year, picks could've, that might not have been there. Right. They could, those could have been top 15s. Yep. So uh, moving on to the Crapriots. Uh, sorry, Patriots. Did I say that out loud? Um, Everyone stutters sometimes. It's like the names, you know, they're hard. Yeah. Uh, Matt Judon came over from the Raidens, Ra- Ravens. That's a pick up. The Patriots had a good offseason. I'll let you rip some off here. Yeah. So they brought over Trent Brown, right tackle from the Raiders. They lost Joe Thune to the Chiefs, brought over Kyle Van Noy and Hunter Henry. Uh, Van Noy from the Dolphins. Henry, Henry came, came back. He was a Patriot OG. Oh, that's right. Uh, they brought over Henry Anderson, interior defensive lineman. They lost Marcus Cannon, Jason McCourty, brought over Jalen Mills. Resigned James White and Lawrence Guy. Got to have a guy. Got to have a guy. Got to have a guy. 
Uh, let's see if any more big names here. They re-signed David Andrews and brought over Ted Karras from the Dolphins, both centers. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Obviously, they cut Cam Newton despite re-signing him, which is interesting. Also interesting. Not surprised. No. Not surprised. The only thing not surprising about Bill Belichick is surprises. Right. Or, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's that guy, and we I've, it, it's been, again, beaten pretty much ad nauseum to points that, like, he's the guy that, you know, fuck around and find out. He doesn't care who you are. Like, he doesn't care. And well, you know who cut Cam Newton, though? Cam Newton. Yeah. Josh McDaniel. Yeah, that's fair. Well, there's rumor coming out that uh, they're the good old mac and cheese. There was actually helping. Uh, God, my brain just stopped. I like mac and cheese. Yeah, I said mac and cheese and got hungry. Yeah, Sorry. seriously, spirals. No, uh, mac and cheese was helping Cam Newton learn the playbook. Jesus, come on! And then there was the issue with um, with Newton like not understanding the COVID rules for an unvaccinated player on his days off. And he missed four practices because of it. And that was an interesting situation. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it sounds like cam. It sure does. That sounds like cam the dude that cam that, that sounds like the dude that's not diving on the football in the Super Bowl. <laughs> heard that. Oh, that's cold. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, those ice cold. Hot there there is definitely something to be said for how cam, handled things in general and by not just like botching the COVID thing. That's, that's something that cam's handling on some level What the truth to it or not on, on some level that's on cam. You can't get around that. Um, I mean, we can speculate about Mac Jones teaching him a playbook. That could be a thing. Could not be a thing. Sounds like cam kind of that, that report came out either late last night or earlier today. I saw um, so. hey, there, there is definitely cam holds uh, some weight in his own yeah. undoing here, but I do think, that Jones held his own enough, and McDaniel has been through an entire year without his boy and had to suffer through Cam. He was never going to do that again. When he saw no. Mac had competence, he went, crap, just give me this. Just give me this. I'll work with it. Yeah, and that's – so really what, 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 what happened here was Cam Newton needed to outplay the rookie they drafted, and he didn't. And not by a little bit, I don't think. No. I think he needed to actually separate himself. A yeah, he, he needed Not to, incredibly, but no, there need, needed to be a separation. Yeah, it needed to be like a, a definite one and a two. Not a 1A and a 1B. Like, yeah. I'm number one. Maybe next year he'll be number one. Uh, even, even though Cam was given the number one status, I honestly think it was given to him in a way that it was almost like giving you rope to hang yourself. Yep. Like it, it, Belichick just gave it to him as like I think he's going to be, it'll be easier for him to lose it than to than it take will be it from for him. Mac to like take it from him. So yeah. if I just give him this leeway, and then you know you know you make a slip up with the COVID thing, mm -hmm. and you just you open these little doors and 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 again Belichick is that dude that is literally fuck around and find out. He has kicked Pro Bowler after Pro Bowler. Yeah, all all league players and you haven't done enough on the field for him to even think about it other people have done way more than cam newton's done for new england patriots and they got shipped out i mean going all the way back to like ty law lawyer malloy uh you know randy moss Wes welker like all dudes that like eventually just all right man i hope the door hits you in the ass on the way out because i'm going to replace you with someone for a third of the price yeah like and he has and now cam got cut for a rookie 
Um, they brought over Raycon, Raekwon McMillian, McMillan from the Raiders. Uh, I've always liked him, but he can't really seem to stay on the field, which is tough. Yeah, those big pickups are Judon and uh, the tackle from the Ravens. The tackle from the Ravens is huge, and you don't. They lucked out with him because he forced his way out of Baltimore. His their left tackle was hurt last year, and he started at left tackle the entire year. And now the guy comes back, and they want him to move to right tackle. And he said, "No, I'm a left tackle because he wants to be paid like one." Obviously, there's a whole different pay structure for a left tackle over a right tackle, so. The Ravens were nice enough to ship him along. Uh, are you talking about Trent Brown? Yes. Raiders. Raiders. I'm sorry. I, I got confused. I'm like, I'm missing something. My fault. My fault. You're good. But anywho, they, that was an interesting. They they luck out with that one there. For sure. Uh, you know, and, and trying to provide more weapons. Um, you know, one of the big things was the receiving core last year was not great. And they brought over Nelson Aguilar, who's not great, but not terrible. And it, um, that that's an upgrade, but that they overpaid for him. Though they grossly, sure did grossly. Um, I definitely think they upgraded in a lot of ways. Plus the the people that came back from the COVID holdouts of last year. I mean, there is something to be said for what they put together this year and some of the pieces that came back. And they they worry me more than last year. Yes, they are also returning eight starters on the defensive side of the football. Eventually, Stephon Gilmore will come back and play football allegedly. So burnt toast, <laughs> John Brown. Burnt John, toast. John Brown has entered the chat. Oh man! Uh, the other big signing there was Janu Smith, who I always I liked him down in in Tennessee, and he was actually brought up as part of uh, when we talked about that division, just saying how you know, yeah, you brought over Julio Jones, but like Janu Smith was a good tight end, and he, part of the reason he wanted out was because he didn't get the ball enough, and now you brought over another dude who's going to want the ball more. Yeah, I but, think. Uh, him going to tight end land is especially now with mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Johnny Smith gets a higher grade for me with mac and cheese in the lineup over Cam Newton. Sure does. So that that pickup is bigger now than it was before. Yes. Uh, considering there are, well, okay, they brought over they they signed three of them total at least maybe four, but all of them. Yeah, brought them up everybody. Give me all the all the ends that are tight, said Bill Belichick. Yeah, cool. The the balls are soft. <laughs> <laughs> quote, quote the Belichick, nevermore. Uh, uh, and then looking through the draft, obviously, they took Mac Jones. We've talked about him quite a bit. Um, I can tell you, and I, for the longest time, I was an Alabama fan. I am not really, they're boring to me now. Like they're, they're, they're the Yankees of college football. They're expected to win. They're, they they sign. They get they get all the big names. I trust an Alabama quarterback about as much as I trust an Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I out of all of them, he's shows the most promise. But is that just because I think I'm being fooled by the New England jersey? Probably. Because, I mean, McElroy looked good for a minute, and McCarron looked good for a minute, and like you said, it, it's, I, I agree with the Ohio State quarterback thing. It's, it's something about them does not translate to the NFL. So, I don't know. Maybe Mac and Cheese gets hits once or twice, and it doesn't work out for him. I don't I mean, and it, it's not like there's a lengthy, like, big-name quarterback list from Alabama. Like, Joe Namath and Ken Joe Stabler Namath. and Bart Starr are the big three. Otherwise, it's A.J. McCarron, Greg McElroy, Jeff Rutledge, Brody Coyle, 
Steve Croyle. Uh, John Parker Wilson. Next. Mike Shula. Hunter Scott. I mean, we're reaching. Yeah. I don't even know who half those people are. You're, yeah. You, you lost me after uh-huh. one of the Shula kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the Shula family. And for all I know, that's not even related to the real Shula. It's just wasting my time. Right. Or it's like his cousin's nephew's uncle yeah, or whatever. An offshoot. Yeah. One of those, the village like the dude, the, the dude was only the uh, only the starter because they thought he would, could bring the Shula magic. Yeah. Brent Gretzky. <laughs> that's a good uh, documentary, by the way. Crime to Penalties on Netflix. Ooh. Yeah, do yourself a favre. I, I will do myself a favre. Yeah. And I will not send unsolicited DPs to reporters. <laughs> but uh, uh, back-to-back Alabama picks here for the old Patriots, going with defensive tackle Christian Barrymore. Both good picks, unfortunately. Uh, Mac Jones just looks like Brady. It scares the crap out of me. Doesn't it? I don't like it. I just uh, and we're I think we're just hyping him up because they, they it's like you can see Brady coming now because you've already seen him do it once. I'm I'm sitting here like itching about it, but I'm hoping that we hype him up the way we hype up like a movie that you end up being disappointed by. I mean, that's all we can really hope that's, for. That's the point. hope. Uh, third round, Ronnie Perkins, defensive end from Oklahoma. Fourth round. Ramondre Stevenson yeah. running Ramondre. back. Ramondre. Yeah. You, you should think about it for a second. I did. That's it, good. It sounded, it sounded out phonetically. Oops. Hooked on Pahonics. Uh Round five, Cameron McGorn, linebacker from Michigan. Round six, Joshua Bledsoe, safety Bledsoe. from Missouri. Yeah. Joshua Bledsoe, safety from Missouri, and William Sherman, offensive tackle from Colorado. And then round seven, Trey Nixon, wide receiver from UCF. Yeah, looks like a uh, typical Patriots draft. I'm going to forget a lot of these people. They don't draft well. They they really don't. They never have. Yeah, they they he 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 tends to find people he likes that other people don't want. Yeah, later he's on. got. And I was just reading an article with the kicker that's going to make the opening day 53 man roster. He will have 18 consecutive years with an undrafted free agent making the opening day roster, which is just proof of where he finds his nonsense from. Now, how he does that and why they're so bad at draft. Like, I don't know how you're so good at one thing and so bad at the other. Because I feel like if you're picking talent out of haystacks, shouldn't you be able to? Maybe they just don't know what translates from college to the NFL. They just lack that in their. I mean, maybe, arsenal. Maybe they're maybe they pay their their pro scout so much that they don't pay their college scouts anything because they're like, well, college kids mostly suck anyway, so we'll just find them after they're pros. I, maybe I guess I don't make the rules. I'm looking at their 2020 draft, and there's not a single name that I could repeat to you that is in the NFL today. Yeah. It's impressive. Kyle Duggar, maybe, which is their first pick, but that really, that could be K plus eight or the Duggars on TLC. I don't, that, maybe the name just. That, that dude's related to Carol fucking Baskins. Oh my God, yeah. Dwayne fucking Haskins. No, I no idea. No. These names, these names escape me. So that's 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 how you. But know yeah, we've good. known them for to be bad drafters for right. a while, forever. And they, I think they hit on Tom Brady and never again. <laughs> You're not gonna tell me they hit on him either. That <laughs> no, yeah, just say they did it on purpose and nailed it. Who right. actually drafted him? Did did Billy draft him or was that I don't, before? I don't even know. So don't maybe even Parcells know. did it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's bad. And then he went to the Jets. The Jets. Maybe Pete Carroll did it. Pete Carroll was over there for a minute, wasn't he? I don't know. He's still waiting for us to run the football. Parcells, Carroll, Belichick, 
Who else coached for Parcells? Coached for New England, Miami, and the Jets. Yes. And Belichick he, coached for the Jets and New England. Yeah, he almost did the uh, the Adam Gase run through the AFC East. Oh my God, chasing tacos through this guy for his interview. <laughs> That's how he traveled to space tacos. <laughs> oh, I wish, sometimes I wish this was still a video podcast because that was great. You guys would be laughing your ass. I, and I would have to put tacos above us. It, oh, it would please. have been awesome. I was doing my best to chase those tacos. <laughs> oh. uh, moving on and down south here in the AFC East. Not my undercarriage. No. That's no. southwest. No, this is, uh, we are going to go get some Fermenta cheese, though, mm. down there in. Cojita cheese. Yeah. Down there in the old Florida, Miami. Doing, yeah, doing stuff. Cheese, cojita cheese. Let's do it. Give me that. Give me that South Beach money. Uh, so South Beach money. Jacoby Brissett went to the Dolphins because they needed a backup quarterback that played mm, a. They needed a style. starter. They needed a starter. Uh, he's a closer for right now. Oh, close. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> I will never forget about that. That's so terrible. Uh, they lost Kyle Van Noy to the Patriots. Sheck Lawson to the Texans. Eric Flowers to the football team, who will have a new name by the end of the year. They brought over Benardrick McKinney and Justin Coleman from the Texans and Lions, respectively. They lost Bobby McCain and Fitzmagic, both to the football team. Uh, brought over Jason McCourty. Uh, McCourty would be a nice veteran for him. Yeah. Hopefully give him the Patriot way. I mean, not that Flores doesn't know it already, but right. maybe that's a, a guy that's on the field now that's going to be a direct Correlation. voice. You know what I mean? They're going like, to carry the same message. Yeah, a little, little, little uh, echo, a little relay guy. Caca! <laughs> uh, Getting stupid loose. Will, Will Fuller came over. He'll have three good games before he either gets suspended or hurt. Typical. Yeah. Uh, Matt Skuro is a good signing. Yes. I like that. Yes, I agree with that one for sure. Uh, I mean, really not a whole lot. Malcolm Brown, if anybody cares. Well, it's all about the draft. Jalen Waddle. Waddle, Waddle, Waddle. Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips. I Ro- like both these top two Robert picks. Foster. Ruben? Robert. Adrian Foster. Robert Foster. Banana Foster? That's something different. I am hungry. Yeah. Told you. Space tacos did it. Space tacos. <laughs> that cojita cheese. <laughs> Miami, am I right? Right. Oh, man. They are zesty this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, not a not a whole lot of free agency big moves, big splashes, which I think you're going to see across the board for the next for them and uh, the, the last team we haven't touched on yet. But, uh, yeah, so obviously... To say Tua Tungavaloa's rookie season was fairly inconsistent is probably the understatement of the world. Do you remember when he said he thought the NFL would be harder? Yes. The greatest thing I've heard mm-hmm. from anybody. You want to know who just repeated that sentiment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude who almost got murdered by a basic zone yeah. blitz. Oh, man. That I was thought great. it'd be faster. <laughs> Which, by the way, did you see the uh, the video of Brady discussing, like, that he believes the like NFL and players in the NFL are softer now than they were back 20 years ago. Listen, I don't like to talk about Brady anymore. Because, I don't either. Because every minute that he's not a Patriot, I like him more and more uh-huh. and more. And his, that, my friend, his, somebody has needed to say that shit for a long time. Uh, his uh, his tweet, his Twitter trolling is top-notch. 
do you remember when Eli first came out firing? <laughs> and of course, just like everything else, Brady had to come out and shit on that too. Like, you know what? I can do this better. I'm just, and I'm not even going to retire to do no. it. I'm just going to change teams and do it while I win Super Bowls, loser. <laughs> Are you kidding? He's so, like Justin Timberlake. Right. He's the greatest thing ever, and you can't take it away from him anymore. I hate it. Oh, so, Bastard. So Brady came out and basically used the the blitz by the Bills for its fields, right, in Chicago? Yes. I get him and Hurts confused all the time. Oh, fields is hurting. Uh-huh. So Fields... Uh, he said, "I don't." He said, "I don't know if the offensive line missed the blitz or if he didn't call the blitz correctly, but he got hit clean and hard, and he was rewarded for it by them taking a penalty. Like he goes, that shouldn't be a penalty. And like the only thing that was missing from this was somebody saying, like, well, Tom, this is your fault because well, you were the protected golden boy for twenty years.' That like, is true. That is true. But hey, thing. props for him to come out and say it, though. No shit." I mean, it's because he could easily hide behind it and no one would ever say boo to him at this yeah. point. But it, props for having the gonads be like, this is trash. Yeah. Because it is. We, I mean, just watching it, like we can understand the idea of protection when you preach it to our face. Like I get it and I can accept the idea of it. Right. But at the same time, it's not, you're not really protecting the players you're just trying to put a bubble wrap on it to make it feel like we're doing it but you're not doing the right things and he who they like you said created it for said is like no no this dude needs to be smarter we're not i mean yeah it sucks that he got buried like that but it's his own fault right and and it was a clean hit yes it was like yes it was it was awesome yeah like it was absolutely awesome so good i whatever i don't feel bad about saying that at all no so, uh, Dolphins draft here, uh, obviously Jalen Waddle from weird Alabama, Bama, uh, Jalen Phillips from Miami. Love the Jalen Phillips, both those picks. Those yeah. are going to be great picks. I think those are impact players right off the bat. Not what I wanted to hear. No. And when you have two first round picks and then you back it up with two second round picks, early second round picks, Javon Holland, safety from Oregon and Liam Eckenberg, offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Boom. Right. Th- that could be four dudes that start day one. I mean, you're guaranteed two. Yeah. I mean, I, a defensive end is more of a rotating position, but still he's a starter. He's, Espe- if you're, especially if you're with the loss of Jack, yeah. Jack Lawson moving, yeah. Yeah, so what are you, number three in a rotating two of every two play? I mean, you're, right. a, you're a starter. Uh, third round, they brought in Hunter Long, tight end from Boston College. And then they took a couple days off and didn't draft till the seventh round three times. Uh, which actually they don't even have anyway. Uh, so two thirty one, Larnell Coleman, offensive tackle from UMass. Two forty four from the Washington Football Team through Las Vegas was Garrett Dokes, running back from Cincinnati. And then all I have here listed is round seven, number two fifty eight, and a blank slate. This says he's been a resident of the state of Maryland, <laughs> California <laughs> Penal League. Never heard of it. Does some great embroidery work. Well, he sure does some handy work with the football. <laughs> Uh, I do I do like the direction that the Dolphins are going, I, which I don't like the direction the Dolphins are going. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I hate, uh, like, I, I mean, that goes back to their head coaches. Um, I do think the Jets are still worse off organizationally speaking, but I think the Dolphins have showed some stability. Some which, promise. Yeah, I mean, it's they righted the ship. They got rid of the psycho. 
chasing tacos. And I mean, you know what? Like, but we're not hearing about the offensive line coach that's ripping lines on his phone conferences oh with you know the strippers. And I think the Dolphins that was, have at least that like, was so good. oh my god, they were on a tear for a while. Uh, Philbin, they they really that was that that was like you almost expected that team to be like secretly run by Rex Ryan in the background somewhere. Rex Ryan just being like, <laughs> I'm building a bully. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was some WWE nonsense right. going on over there in Miami yeah. land. Yeah, that was, it was a fun park. Yeah. Hulk Hogan walking around going, hmm, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I would say the Dolphins, I would make the Dolphins our closest competition, I think. I agree. I need to see some on, on-field action from New England because while their offseason, I think, is better than Miami's and probably puts them closer on paper to us. I need to see it actually transpire first. I need the mac and cheese experiment to hit the regular season before my, I get overly concerned about them. My big thing here is uh, that defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. Yes. That like that defense flat out won two or three games for them last year when their offense didn't do a damn thing. Uh, the, that defense kept them in games. I mean, took them to the playoffs two years ago, Brady's last year. Yeah. I mean, two, that offense was terrible. I mean, and they kept them in games that they probably – shouldn't have been in otherwise and allowed Fitz to come in and be the closer. Like you're, you're not calling it a closer in a game that's not tight. So what is the point of that? I don't know. I mean, for Fitz, I understood it because he's not a starter, which saddens me because I love Fitz. But we all know Fitz's money. Like that that role was built for Fitz, not built for Tua. So you can't now translate it to give it to somebody else because it wasn't made for Tua. No. It was made because Fitz isn't – Something about his mental psyche does not allow him to be the starter. Right. So you said, I got a guy, keep me close enough, and then I can bring in a dude for some reason thrives off this shit right here, and it's <laughs> a, it makes Fitz the best Fitz can ever be. So you can't you can't tell me Jacoby Brissett is Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. I, I mean, I like me, Jacoby. But he's come not. on, man. He's not. He nothing, nothing about Jacoby Brissett says ice-cold bearded killer. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> nope. I, I am excited to see Fitz start in... Hell yeah! Like I, and I'm rooting for him. Yeah, big, and I, but I know what I'm getting. And by week eight, we're just going to be talking about Heineke and some bullshit. <laughs> Poor bastard. I hope not. I really, I want him to finish the season there. I want him to go to the playoffs. I, I want him to Super win Super Bowl against uh, a fucking football team. <laughs> I just, I, I want, I want him to win one playoff game. I want him to win the division and win a playoff game, and just do Fitz magic stuff, and then he can throw his five picks and whatever in the next round. Yeah. But, and trail off into the distance yeah. with an epic bearded gunslinging career. Right off into the, you know, just hit the old dusty trail. Uh, <clears throat> I think, again, so really I think the thing that's going to handcuff the Dolphins is going to be Tua. I, I don't think he's as good as anybody wants him to be uh, or as half the world says he is. Mind-blowing. I've never seen a dude like he came out last year. Mind blowing. Handed the ball off twice and threw one pass, and they were like, "Oh my god, he's the second coming." And Put I'm like, "Fits on the bench." <laughs> and I'm like, "Second coming of who?" And yeah. to, and to hear Fitz, a guy who is just the consummate professional, who I mean, and he he lives it up to wherever he is. You know, the the like the Fitz magic like track suit with the open like in the in the gold chains and the sunglasses, and then he's walking off the field in Miami, and he's got a an old man Hawaiian shirt on and like aviators just like smirking like chubbies. Right. Just hanging out. Um, That's the shorts, by the way. Keep it clean. Keep it clean out there. Gutter heads. Yeah. I don't need to put a bumper at the top of this show. Family like show. On. 
It's not necessarily a family show. We were we were rated TVMA at one point. Oh, I'm not allowed to lie, apparently, anymore, oh, either. shit. Now, they know. If they're here, they know. Actually, may, they may not. We have referenced it a few times, though. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I you know, it just... Tua just doesn't do it for me. Like I'm just you know, he, when he when he when Fitz comes out and says he called me in and said we're starting Tua, I thought he was fucking with me. Like I thought it was a joke, and then I looked and was like, because oh, there's nothing to base it off of, right? Oh, he's serious. Like, I mean, the talk in the off season was you know the bye week, which a lot of these the way a lot of these conversations go. Like, when do you bring that? early drafted rookie in it's like oh give him you know his two weeks to get his feet wet and blah 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 whatever tampon in i don't care right and they jumped the gun on that they literally judged it off two handoffs and a lollipop throw from one of the munchkins right it's a joke yeah he looks stronger this year i'll give him that i think he looks stronger coming off the injury but i don't care i could care less i think he's broken Mm mm-hmm I think he's going to be broken. He's, I, I think he's uh, injury problem waiting to happen, and, and, I, and I don't, I don't think he was as good as they thought he was coming out. No, I mean, again, he's an Alabama quarterback. Bama. Again, these dudes make a living at Alabama and Ohio State throwing to better athletes than anyone else has on the well, field, and look they're at, wide the fuck open. Look at the receiving core and the running backs and the offensive linemen that Bama puts out. I could play quarterback for Bama. Shit, I could probably play quarterback for Bama. I'm throwing outs. Right. Throw the out. Just <laughs> You you know I ch- I chuck those out balls to you for touchdowns all day. Seamless. Day. Seamless. Back in the day, you used to be able to put my foot in the turf. But uh so moving on here to the the old Buffalo Bills to round out our show here. We got about mm, fifteen to twenty minutes left. I got a lady boner. Uh-huh. So uh Mitch Morse took a, a pay adjustment, as did Mario Addison, to allow the Bills to do other stuff. Muchos gracias. Uh, we let John Brown go, who then subsequently asked for his release from Vegas, Oakland. Vegas, Oakland. <laughs> uh, that's too that's too high speed for him out there. Well, it, he had a problem with Gruden saying uh, Zay Jones is a better receiver than you. Yeah, well, I'd have a problem with that, too, because <laughs> Zay Jones is a better receiver than me. All right, fine. I'm getting carried away with the comments, but... Come on, Zay. Can we can we bring no, it down can, to earth? No, come on, come on, John Gruden. Like, what do you see? Like, why? I mean, why the man's is, still employed, Nathan Peterman. So I, I don't say, know what he why, sees. Why is Nathan Peterman on your roster, and why are you telling John Brown, who two years ago was a number one and last year was one of the better number twos in the league, and all of a sudden he can't crack crack your top four? Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Be taking those bath salts again. Uh, must be. Hells yes. Uh, <laughs> big. The big move being the Emmanuel Sanders. Love it. Signing. Three years late, but I'll take it. Right. I will take it. Which, I love me some John Brown, but this is the guy we wanted years ago, and I'm almost glad we got him now because I think Sanders might have been the one who left like John Brown three years in when we might not have been able to make the move to keep him, re-sign, because right. who was to say what his contract would look like coming into now. So I think he fell to us at the right time. I agree. And he's the piece we need because then he would have been a number one and probably not ready for it or good enough to be. Right. And now he doesn't need to be here. I think he's going to shine. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, Especially I mean, with Gabe Davis. Oh, my God. I think Gabe Davis is two. Yeah. I think I Gabe mean, Davis is because Sanders, I think Gabe Davis is two because of his size, which yes. keeps him on the outside, which makes Sanders and Beasley inside where they belong. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lady boners. Yeah. Bringing over Big Dick Mitch 
Big Dick Mitch. Who decided to go Big Dick Mitch against the Bears. Oh, the Big Dick energy on Big Dick Mitch. <laughs> like, sh- shredding. Shredding his the starters on his old team. A highly touted defense. A top five defense. With our four, five, and six. Listen, they were short some. Just some. Not a lot. He was like McLovin out there. <laughs> Are you kidding? What a stud. <laughs> just, just out there just be like... I've Got never it. laughed so hard Got in a preseason it. game Got just it. watching this dude walk down the field on these poor bastards. I'm like right in their fucking <laughs> wheelhouse, too. It's a gorgeous day in Chicago. These bastards are getting raked over the coals. By the dude they ran out yeah, of town. Yeah, ran right out of town. God, naggy. He's uh, like, yeah, just fire me now. You might you want to even wait. May as well have. You can get this week four trash. Just get me out of here. Uh, let's see. Obviously, the extension for Josh Allen's a big deal. Ty Inseki going to the Cowboys. We already talked about Croft going to the Jets. We were able to re-sign Mongo, which was big. Uh, again, surprised at the Hollister thing. We already talked about that. Interest, interested to see what Matt Breida does. Uh, the tight end blocking machine that is Lee Smith went to the Falcons. Can't believe he's still playing. I know. That dude's the size of a left tackle by now. At minimum, he's playing guard. Yeah. He's a big boy. Matt Hack came over from the Finns. Is it Hawk? Hack. 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 Yeah, I'd say it in cheek to wagga. Cheek to wagga, hack. Man, hack. Uh, Andre Roberts went to the Texans. I always liked Andre Roberts. I did too. Uh, and I mean, wide really, receiver room's getting fucking tight out there. Uh, Jake Kumro. Yeah, Kumro. 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 Can we talk about the fact that this dude is our number five? And, and know, all he does is catch touchdowns, I feel like. Aaron Rodgers wants him as his like number two. Oh, he also wants Randall Cobb, but I was high in Cobb too. He also wants. I I never I thought Green Bay should have kept Cobb. I agreed with Rodgers on that one. Kumaro must have some sort of centered chi that is doing it. I think I think he's a good receiver, but what I don't know. There's got to be something more special. Yeah. To him than no, but all he does is produce. Yeah, he does well. He's made huge plays here. Sideline even the Jesus. random one. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, sideline Jesus. You know what? I'm in on Jay Kumaro. Yeah, I'm in. I just, I'll just stop talking. Yeah, give give me a gun five wide where Jake Kumaro is number five. I like it, especially looking at this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. F A Obata. Yeah, I like that. one. I like that one too. I mean, but I I am all about the UK. I mean, not everyone knows this about me, but if I ever ship out of this town, I'm going across the pond to the UK. Jump in the ditch, huh? It's it's awesome over there, and those people are great. Arizona didn't do it, so you're going to England. I mean, Arizona might be too, but it's hot. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. It's so hot, and they got to be in the Grand Canyon. But when I don't know, it's it's a hole in the ground, right? Long. We we got one of those here, but there's water in it. We call it a waterfall. That's what I'm saying, right? TLC. That's what I'm telling you. Chasing. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, bud. Gotta let me fly, peacock. Uh, and then Matt Milano getting re-signed was another big one, which, you know, there was a lot of talk about him taking a pay cut. I don't think he necessarily took a pay cut. I think he understood he was – the money people thought he would get is usually reserved for the outside linebacker that rushes the quarterback and gets 12 sacks a year, and he's not that outside linebacker. So, well, He's a great pass coverage linebacker, though. Absolutely. And uh, – it was. It's. I like our linebacking core and what AJ Klein has grown into. What Dodson did last year. Um, I mean, even Matkovic. Matkovic. I always say it wrong. That one I have a hard time with. Matkovic. 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 That makes it sound a lot easier. Are you sure? 
No, but I'm going with it. <laughs> Sold it. <laughs> it's Sold all it. about all confidence. Say yes. all, all about my confidence. Yeah, I, um, I, I think we've revamped our linebacker room because it was a little suspect, I think, two, three years ago. On so when some of the veterans had moved down there, yeah, and I was and really Edmonds was standing there by himself, going, "Great, I'm 19. Does anybody else want to play with me?" Or um, For, first time in his career, he was like, "Am I the last guy picked?" Yeah, because I mean, I remember Milano being a practice squad guy early in those years. So well, and that was he was undersized. He was coming down from safety in college, like. That was a big deal. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a new room, and I like it a lot. I like a lot of our defensive room. I don't see – I mean, Saran Neal, that guy's being incredibly – what a preseason he had. Mm-hmm. So in that, he starts to push that nickel spot a lot. It's uh, I The depth we have on defense is fantastic. Uh, Harrison Phillips looked like a, a new human being this year. Yeah, he looks like that knee is actually you know healed completely. Well, with – Everything that has read to me was last year was rehab to get ready for the season, and this year was no rehab, so it was season. Yeah, and yeah. which was a full well, off season of training, which was putting the right weight on, taking the bad weight off. Well, and we we talked about it last year. I'm pretty sure it was me and you right around this time last year. We talked about the fact that here's a dude who, you know, when you're an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, that ACL injury is tough. Because you're pushing a lot more weight, and you're—it's not that you—you you don't need it to cut, you don't need it to turn, you need it to drive. You need it to drive you into yeah, someone else stability. and move that other person. Uh, another dude is 300 pounds in front of you. Yeah. So. Oh, star Lutulalele. Make he's going to make Edmonds look like a fucking all star this year. I can tell you that much. God, I hope so. He's—he looks so. good. I'll tell you, man. Everything I Oliver's saw. Oliver's still taking up bodies too. Yeah. Oliver's not the pass rusher I think we wanted him to be. But he requires a double team on a daily basis, and I think we forget about him. Well, I think a lot of that is because he's had to play a lot of one tech, and he it's unforgiving had, down there. And he he had to learn how to be that dude. And now it'll be interesting to see what he does moving back to three tech when he can. But if he's a one tech pass rusher on on third down, okay. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're gonna we're gonna get to the exciting part of what we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening. Uh, Matt Hack. <laughs> Hack. Round one, number 30. Gregory Rousseau, defensive end Miami. Group. Big big knocks on him were that he didn't play last year, and they weren't sure. Well, well, a lot of his sacks were covered sacks, and they came from the inside. Oh, so I'm drafting a six foot nine freak that can play interior on passing downs? Sold. Well, you know, he hasn't played in, he hasn't played in a year. Okay, well, the well, last time he did play, he chased a... Uh, Kind of a shitty dude who's not very good in Chase Young by a sack. He was behind him, maybe even just a half a sack. So I'm in. I, both well, this this definitely speaks to, and I we said it earlier. We talked about it. These these parity in the round two to seven, and some of the guys they're going to get hit in like three and four that didn't have these first round grades. I mean, we kind of did it a little backwards. These guys have fallen a bit. And I think with a season, if a season was played or there was more tape on these guys, I don't think they they fall to us. No, I don't think we see either one of these picks. No, even Boogie I think goes up. Now, did we? I I like both the picks as one where we were. I think we made picks that made sense for our team in a big way. And again, they were probably supposed to be rated higher than they were. Probably, and they fell to us in. 
I don't know, the perfect bean way. I don't know how yeah. else you put that. Well, and the big, so number, uh, round two, 61st overall with Carlos Boogie Basham, defensive end from Wake Forest. It was, he played a shortened season last year and he went to Wake Forest. So he didn't have that big school clout that they look for in a lot of these guys. Where did uh, Trey Young go to college? I don't even know. Thank you. Okay. So it's like Louisiana Tech or something. Yeah. Lafayette something. Yeah. I mean, Louis, Louisiana Tech, Lafayette. Fred Jackson at, went to Coe College. I understand bringing this up, but yeah. at some point, what you see on paper, like, I, I like that we're bringing back the eye test thing. Just, I mean, it's in front of your I face, love it. man. It's in it. front of your face. Just look at it and accept it for what it is. Right. Uh, speaking of the eye test. Oh, give it to me. Say his name. Spencer Brown. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's insane. Yeah, uh, they are talking that number the third round, ninety third overall, Spencer Brown, offensive tackle from Northern Iowa. If it wasn't for the fact that we have Dawkins and Williams, he would be starting on our offensive line right now. I think uh, he seems he was very raw, but his personality gives me the vibe that he's very coachable, and something tells me that he is in the perfect locker room, and mm-hmm. he's just absorbing absorbing knowledge so they uh the lines that i've heard about spencer brown is you know yeah you can look at him and see he's big and he's strong but you know he he has things that you can't teach like his finish like his drive like his ferocity like his anger like his violence that oh, he, he, plays he brings the party to you oh yeah buddy yeah that's that's he's yeah, got both jukeboxes on both sides and that party is at your front door <laughs> and he is on time if not early oh he, he, he's early because he's, he's early and he ran two people over to get to you yeah <laughs> sorry I, gam gam yeah I, I listen i saw my man in his, I, I saw the highlights, and I'm just like, oh, good God. And then I watched him in preseason, and I was like, oh, 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 yeah, buddy. It felt like the offensive version of Latimer watching the program. It was just, just big, freaky, and angry You and know what violent. it looked like was when you see those high school tapes, the left tackle, that 6'5", and everyone else just didn't belong on the field. It's what he looked like in college, just yeah. making dudes look stupid. I was like, who, who fed this tree? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> What are, what are they cooking down in Northern Iowa? Yeah, I God, I didn't make that. I don't make, no, uh, I think I left that one in too long. <laughs> they grow. I was in the pool. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, oh, do you remember do, those things? Yeah, with the quarter gumball machines, like little dinosaurs. Yeah, and you that, drop them in, they get, and they blow up. Uh-huh. That that was Spencer Brown. Childhood, am I right? Yeah, Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown he sprinkled some water on his ass. And <laughs> poof. Yeah, that that was the dude that like, hey, did you uh, did you put the weed and feed on this one yet? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Four times, doubled down. Yeah, doubling up. Uh, then we, I, I think we did so well in rounds one, two, and three. They just told us we weren't allowed to have round four. So round five from Las Vegas, we got Tommy Doyle, offensive tackle from Miami of Ohio. Round six from Washington through Las Vegas, Miami, and Houston was. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Miami, Washington. Who? Uh, I don't want it again. Wash. Los Wash. Hugh. Amy. Sure. English. Yeah. Uh, Marquez Stevenson, wide receiver from Houston, who flashed some really fancy things before starting the season on the IR. Uh, and then Demar Hamlin, safety from Pittsburgh, uh, Richard Wild Goose, the old Wild Goose, 
Yield. Corner back from Wisconsin. And then Jack Anderson, guard from Texas Tech, rounding out our draft this year. It was, uh, I had some high hopes for Wild Goose. I'm not surprised he did not make the roster, but I had some high hopes for Wild Goose. He's uh, another practice squad guy, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I'm going to look it up. Um, I was very excited about our draft this year. Demar Hamlin, I think, is going to be a late round hit. Yeah, I uh, I'm a big fan of that one. Um, it's so that's two Pitt last year. What Dane he Jackson is. from Pitt last year? Yep. So I I love our defense. I don't see a lot of holes. I, the depth is the biggest thing that I like about this defense right now. Is even as I go back into twos and threes. I, I just don't see a lot of areas I get nervous, which to me keeps us fresh. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not – I mean, you can have those defenses like C.J. Mosley for the Jets. Remember even, what, two years ago? That defense – that game was close until Mosley went down, and yeah. then it looked entirely different. Now, that's not to say that the Bills don't take over maybe in the fourth, right. but there's something to be said for that one person, but when there's no one behind him at all – Right, it's it can't be that big of a drop off, and I don't really see. I mean, if Edmund goes down, yeah, that's a different story. But I think there's enough around, it, and even in the starting lineup in the back end, that sure Edmonds is a hole. That's a problem. But we saw it last year. We made up for holes there. Yeah, and I mean, it took us a minute, but we figured out like, hey, uh, yeah, know, with, a, with coaching on a, top of it, AJ Klein was filling in for. Uh, Milano when he was out and then they went oh he's not the pass coverage guy let's switch these two they'll play the same position but change roles and it looked a lot different AJ Klein was a yeah. monster and in then the you box found out that Dotson could cover all of a sudden boom right uh, looking down our practice squad Davis Webb and Jake Fromm quarterbacks Antonio Williams running back uh, Hodgins and Gentry as receivers Quentin Morris as a tight end Jameel Douglas and Jack Anderson as offensive linemen. Defensive end Mike Love. Defensive tackle Brandon Bryant. Linebacker Joe Giles-Harris. Defensive back Elijah Griffin. Cornerbacks Cam Lewis and Rashad Wild Goose. And safety Josh Thomas. Rounding out. Not a lot of surprises, I thought, this year. No. At least for a sense of who we cut and signed practice squad-wise. Everything, it all seemed to make sense. I mean, I know obviously there's bubble players and some choices that were made, but... I don't think uh, there were any, again, surprises is the best term I have for it. Everything seemed pretty straightforward this year, which yeah. is kind of nice. It, again, it, it I just think there's something stability. to be said for why it's like that exactly, the stability. So the the people we signed, I mean, there wasn't a lot of holes to fill with big-name free agents, so we didn't have to worry about, you know, huge ride. It was really just I think we built a lot of depth in the draft, and, you know, it was just fill some holes. Yeah, you know, it it's it's fun to sit here. I mean, do you do you remember we sat here the first time episode 1, we talked about the waste of capital that was spent on Khalil Mack and how people were dick hard about us going to get him and we didn't. And for 3 4 years, I mean 3 years almost to the date now, we're sitting here talking about getting the right dudes, not just big name dudes. And here we are talking about stability. And being in the right locker room and absorbing and learning and just growing as a player. What a time to be alive. Yeah, the fact that we can say those things because we're not, I mean. We're not chasing. Not to, not to knock the 
the Khalil Mack move. I mean, we can beat that with a dead horse. Oh, we did. Trust me. I, we, I rewatched that so. one. Called we, it. We told you so. Called but it. From the sense of, yeah, the our our standpoint and our view of this team is those boring phrases now is is very, very exciting, even though it's boring to say it out loud because I can say those things because I'm not – the the boat isn't rocking. I just I know what my end goal is, and I actually can achieve it, and that's really all I care about. Like I'm sitting here going, let's hit me in week eight, you know, when when the season's moving, and I'm seven and two, and I'm starting to talk playoff positioning, and, and where am I at making this run at the end? I'm not worried about is my new it, early it, drafted quarterback going to pan out, or it's it's interesting to hear national media say. Bills and Super Bowl contender in the same sentence often regularly often yeah it's uh I now know when I can see like NFL clips for promote the season I know I'm getting a clip now I'm rolling mm-hmm. in there that's yeah, you know yeah. it's nice you nice. know I bought Madden of- just because I wanted to know what it was like to own a Madden game where the Bills were good <laughs> the only reason I bought the game uh I can tell you from unfortunately having to beat the Bills today with Trey Lance and the, and the Niners because Gene decided to make me be a bad person uh, you can hear the shout song. Yes, you can yes. hear the train on third down. Very much so. Yeah, yes. uh, it's it's all good stuff. Yeah, I. Uh, it is fun. It is exactly what I wanted it to be. I'm still terrible at Madden because I haven't played it in so long, and I'm ice cold from buying it. But nonetheless, to fire it up and just select the bills with such epic pride. Yeah. <clears throat> Boom. Yeah, it's not. Oh, I'm going to do a fantasy draft with the bills. <laughs> yeah, so I can wear their jerseys still, but. I want to not suck. Right, right. No, it's fantastic. And no J.P. Lossman or Trent Edwards or, <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't get enough. Right. Couldn't get enough. Uh, How many times can Dig score? <laughs> all, all the times. Yeah. Put on a rookie and just watch him blow by. Right. So that'll, uh, well, we got to do what, where, where's the AFC East finish this year? Bill's we're, at number one. Who's number two, three, and four? Two, three, and four. Um... Yeah, I feel, as I've said this already, so I'm going to stay in the order that I've already talked about these teams. It's Miami, New England, the Jets. I agree with you. I feel if mac and cheese doesn't, nah. Yeah, that's the only way that goes. But I can see New England finishing last or second. I can see New England finishing anywhere but first. Anywhere but first. Yeah, New England is definitely the wildest of the cards in there. Um, Which I, is all mac and cheese because there's what what's behind mac and cheese? Couldn't even tell you. More cheese, probably. Mo cheese mo. Probably some gluten shitty free gluten option. Oh, now we're just suppressing people. I'm not Listen, trying. if if you're if you're gluten free out there, I feel bad for you because the shit you can't eat. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let Allie know you said that because. Trust me. Trust me. I live it. Yeah. So I feel bad for you. Yeah. Any anytime she goes out of town or she's not around, I get a pizza. So gluttony. Gluttonous. Oh my god. Call me, bro. I'll share it with you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah. I'll put that thing right in your mouth. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so uh that'll about do it for uh the the preview, the week one. What do you what do you got for a score? What do you got for a score week one? You're dropping me right into Sealer Town week one. Yeah. <clears throat> We put up a banger 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw throw donuts out there yet, or burgers. No burgers yet. <laughs> it's early for burgers. <laughs> I give you thirty four though. Thirty four seventeen. I like it. It's gonna be decisive. Close early. They're gonna kind of linger around, and then Josh is gonna come out of half and uh, make a statement. And Big Ben's going to be Big Ben, I think. Yeah, I I appreciate that entire statement across the board, especially with the word now that uh, <clears> T.J. <throat> Watt may not be playing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he uh, he's apparently been what they were referring to as holding in. He's been part of team activities and workouts and stuff like that, but he has basically said that if he doesn't get a new contract, he's not playing. Oh. So he's, he's there. He's participating. Holding he in. But he's not. He's basically said, "I'm not going to play unless you extend me." And they're how passive aggressive? No shit. That's great. Um, but the Steelers do not want to necessarily give him what he's asking for because the Steelers don't like paying anybody. So unless it's Juju, 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 well, he dances. Yeah, does a lot of TikToking. The safety dance. Tiki Takis. Takis. Tiki. All right, that's gonna we're gonna wrap it up on that. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been another episode of Hat Stats and Stats. Hat Stats and Stats is part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, all that good stuff. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Hat Stats and Stats. I guarantee you we're the only people that uh, the only thing that shows up because I kind of designed it that way. Uh, so like, follow, share, subscribe, join us on all the social media, and. Uh, Tune in next week for our week one recap, week two preview, and uh, also we have some cool stuff going on that'll be on a radio station on Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to 2. You can catch all that being posted on our social media as well. Again, T-Wave, thanks for, ha- thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks for coming back and you know doing the OG thing with me. Love it here. Can't, I mean, it's just happy to miss it for the world. I'm thinking about, uh, thinking about doing a post game, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll be around. Who knows? All right. Let's uh maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll go Facebook live after the God, what a time to be alive. Right. There's gonna be people there too. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh, Facebook buddy. live. I don't even have Facebook anymore. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Put me back on the interwebs. Right. People I are, love it. Somebody asked me if you were still alive the other day. Yeah. Did you say no? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're my best friend. <laughs> Duh. So uh thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>